Hello, Internet peeps. Welcome to another edition of Big Trouble in the Little Podcast. I am Joe Dubs. Hey, and I'm Andy. So, this is episode six. I know I keep on forgetting to mention the episode number, but it doesn't yeah. really matter. We say another edition anyway. It's irrelevant. Yeah. Numbers, just age is just a thing. We're yep. six episodes old. We're, we're going to we're gonna do fast this. How do podcasts age? Do they age like dogs, or, or are they just like just regular? I mean, if they age like dogs, it means in about 10 years or <laughs> 10 episodes, we're done. <laughs> no, I mean, that would mean a week is a year. Yeah. Oh, man, we're going to die pretty soon. Shit. I mean, I don't know if that's how they age. Podcasts might, might age slower. We might age like elves. Man, we might age like vampires. We'll be here forever. Yeah, I mean, vampires don't even really age, do they? No, I mean, just like you said, numbers are irrelevant. So maybe our number is irrelevant. That's an interesting yeah. point. We're going to have to put this to a test. But I, we'll, we'll be here forever. And then our, our children's 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 will pick up probably not this podcast. <laughs> maybe podcasts won't be a thing in the future. Who knows? Podcasts, it'll be like radio shows. I mean, you don't see people doing like the Lone Ranger radio shows anymore. I so want those to come back, like the War of the War of the Worlds kind of thing, where everybody freaked out because they thought an alien invasion was happening. I mean, I guess podcasts is it pretty much. I mean, that's the new audio delivery format. Yeah, I kind of. There's a when I went to Star Wars Celebration, they had a interview with these people. I don't know what they're called. Wasn't listening really well, but I know <laughs> they had like a Han Solo like radio show kind of thing where. It was just voice acting, and they were just describing. They were just reading a script, pretty much. And I thought that was interesting, kind of like what the old radio uh, movies and TV shows they did back in the day. Apparently, it's still a thing in Britain. I guess there are like Doctor Who radio dramas like every year or something. Yeah, I just I wish those come back. I I want the old days back. Let's take this internet away. <laughs> internet is evil. Even though we uh, we're broadcasting on the internet, kind of. Kind of. I mean, we are. Oh well, we aren't, or are we? Well, not right now. Right now, this is recorded because uh, Twitch recorded live. Recorded live, <laughs> <laughs> live in person, in present, present time. So yeah, Twitch is down at the moment, so we're unfortunately gonna have to record, which means I'm gonna have to upload on the YouTube's and everything. Which is probably going to take forever because YouTube likes to take forever for some strange reason. I don't know yeah. why. But anyway, so get strapped in and get ready for big trouble in little podcasts where only dreams can kill a dream. So Andy, what the hell have you been watching or playing or reading? Um, I don't know. It's been a light week. I mentioned in other episodes that I've been playing Final Fantasy and Splatoon, and that's pretty much it. Um, I got Yakuza. Uh, what's it called? The remake of the first one. It's on the way. It's not here yet, so I haven't played that yet. But I watched all of The Tick, the new Amazon exclusive series. There's only six episodes, but I really liked it. Mm-hmm. So, The Tick, that's from... Um, what TV show was that? The Tick? Was that... Didn't it, like, spin off from another show? I don't think so. I mean, there. this is the third... TV tech series. It's originally a comic book, which is just a parody of superheroes in general. It's kind of an absurd comedic thing. But uh, there was an animated 
series in the early 90s, and then there was an animated series in the early 2000s, I think, starring Patrick Warburton as the tick. Mm. And now there's this one. But yeah, I don't think it's a spinoff of anything. It's just the tick. The tick is the tick. And how was it? Like, uh, any anybody known in the tick? Um, Matri- I don't think so. Matching on IMDb right now. I don't know. That's not... That's that's I one of its strengths I think is there wasn't like I wasn't distracted by oh look it's that guy I've seen him and things it was uh yeah I think it's just a bunch of nobodies at least you know to me maybe they've been in something and I didn't realize it but yeah I'm not recognizing anybody yeah I mean but that's that's kind of good in a way like you get to just enjoy it everyone does a really good job um it's it's really more about Arthur than it is the Tick in a way, but the the guy playing Arthur does a fantastic job. The guy playing Tick does a really good job. He has to do a lot of like monologuing and talking and stuff, and he nails it. And the guy who plays the villain, oh, he's he's great. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I this was on Cartoon Network, wasn't it? The Tick. I don't know. I thought it was on Fox. See. Man, the '90s or the early 2000s, like a big chunk of that has just been drowned by like good shit that you forget about things. Like the tick, I yeah. was the tick I wasn't really into, but I like you know, you know it's that kind of shows that you just watch because it's on. And it's like, oh, that's pretty cool. But you don't, yeah, you don't follow. There was like, it. a series of everything back then. I remember like. I don't know, like Samurai Pizza Cats and Sewer Sharks and Marsupilami and and Earthworm Jim had a TV show and there were two Sonic the Hedgehog shows and oh my god, there were so many different Beast things. Wars, Transformers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ace Ventura. <laughs> oh yeah, there was an Ace Ventura fucking thing. There was wasn't there a mask TV show too? Maybe? Yeah. Back yeah. in the, back in the day, man cartoons are cool i mean there is still a lot of cartoons and maybe we're just grown uh grown out of them kind of even though some watch rick and morty and south park and all that yeah but like i don't know it seems different i think the humor has changed and everything and because okay. I mean, change is all right i guess those old shows will always be there you can still watch animaniacs on netflix thank god <laughs> there, there was one thing that i oh uh the Magic School Bus is getting rebooted. Really? Yeah, it's coming to Netflix in September. And I'm just I like... I wonder if it'll actually be like an informative, fun thing for children. Because I remember everyone got excited that uh, Bill Nye was coming back. And then it was kind of like, oh, this you're going to do this? All right, whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're you're debating about global warming again, Bill Nye? Okay. I mean, that... that, that I guess it was. I didn't watch it. You know, disclaimer. I didn't actually watch it. Blah, blah, blah. But people said it wasn't like it wasn't like his old show used to be, and that's fine. He's allowed to create something new. It's just when you say, "Hey, Bill Nye is going to make a science show," you know, you, there you have expe- expectations. Excuse me, I just hiccuped. I don't know why. Yeah, they should bring back the old Bill Nye show. But then again, it, it, a small percentage is only going to watch it, like me and you, because that's what we grew up in. Like, yeah. If you're going to capture uh, the new generation is going to kind of kind of be hard and stuff because yeah. I feel like this generation is they have a short term memory memory and uh, they need things like Twitter just in like 140 characters. Those damn kids. <laughs> damn YouTubes. But um, I've been just I've been playing PUBG. That's the only thing that's been capturing me lately because it's quick. What? It's easy. 
We've been playing what now? Uh, PUBG, Players Unknown Battleground. Oh, okay. It was yeah. like, is that like a drinking game? Or? <laughs> yeah, that's what the cool people uh, say these days on the Twitches and the, the streams and everything. Damn it, don't condescend to us squares. <laughs> the PUBGs. Uh, I just, I've been getting better at shooting people in that game because, like I said, I'm not used to keeping. You got your chicken dinner, right? You, you got one? Yeah, I don't know if I said it last episode, but I got my first chicken dinner. It felt yeah. felt proud. Uh, that game was actually pretty interesting because I got shot at at least ten times, and the guy missed me, and he only hit me once, but I had like ten med kits and everything, and I just, I kept on running, <laughs> <laughs> and to the point where I got to this power plant where I uh, hid under one of the structures. And just waited for him to cross the street and pretty much killed him. And that's how it ended. So cool. it was only three kills. I wish I had more. But lately I've been hitting top tens a lot now. And that's actually good because that means I'm getting points and ranked up. So that's a that's a cool thing. Didn't they add uh, loot boxes to that game recently? Yeah, but it, you have to buy the loot boxes now. Ugh, and gross. And there's a little button that says, you, you can buy the loot boxes here. I'm like, I don't want to buy that. Because then you have to buy the box, and then you have to buy the key. So that's double microtransaction. What? Yeah. <laughs> and <sighs> I'm just like, no, that's not my cup of tea. You can't just buy DLC anymore. Every game's got loot boxes. Mm-hmm. The the one in that little gambling box, so you know you don't know what you're gonna get, do you? The one thing that like I actually like about loot boxes isn't Overwatch because it makes your character like look fucking cool. Battleground, on the other hand, you're getting like a skirt, a fucking jacket. <laughs> it's nothing. They're appealing. all like one color, right? They're all kind of like plainy, kind of. Yeah, it has that post-apocalyptic feel where everything is like toned out the color, and I'm just like. No, and and somehow it's worth three hundred dollars. Those fucking clothes in that game. Gross. Like, yeah, the skirt is, I believe, and I believe the trench coat because it's only a pre-order only, so you can't get them in the crates or the uh, the loot boxes. Pre-order what? What did you pre-order? The game? Yeah, the pre if you pre-order the battlegrounds, you got a trench coat. I didn't. I didn't pre-order it. Oh, is it out of early access or whatever? No, some people pre-ordered the early access, and that's what—that's <laughs> the problem with this generation. God damn it! What is happening to games? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All right, let's move on. That's enough. Okay. So I'm glad you enjoy the game at least. Yeah, I'm—I'm I'm gonna enjoy the game for a long time. But anything else before we move on to our new segment? I don't think so. I'll have more to talk about next week. I'm getting a movie in the mail, a game, blah 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 blah. Okay, so we have a new segment called Watch This for a Month for the Month. For month. I'll say this again. Watch this for the month. Exclamation point. I didn't scream it because I'd probably fuck it up. But we watched Enters the Warrior Enter the Warrior's Gate. So Andy, I'm gonna start with you. Just give your good, bad, and ugly. It could be as long as you want it to be. Just, well, let's, we should describe what the hell it is first, because not everyone's going to know. You can watch it on Netflix. Um, it was produced... I don't know. I was confused. Like, wasn't one of the producers, like... 
Oh, whatever. It's about um this kid who plays video games, and for some reason he also works at a place where they have like a bunch of Asian like antiquities from the the east. And there's he gets a basket that ends up being a portal to like an old Chinese world, and they think he's some great warrior because he plays them video games good, <laughs> and. Uh, so they teleport him. No, no, no. They bring the princess to him, and they say, you have to protect the princess. Well, he fails because he sucks. <laughs> and then he has to go to the Chinese world and save the princess from Batista. And he, like, learns a lot about himself. And I don't know, it, it had a lot of uh, tropes from, like, those early 90s movies where, like, kid gets bullied, kid gets lots of... Uh, you know, he, he, he learns something about himself. He gets uh, confidence. And then at the end, Kid is, is a cool guy and, and he saves his mom's house. But anyway, um, I I didn't hate the movie. I uh, I put it on while I was like cleaning my room and it, it drew my attention constantly. Like I'd always be like, is that uh, the, the, the wizard guy sounded like uh, he was doing his best Egg Shin impersonation, which if you don't know what Egg Shin is from, you probably don't get the reference that our podcast is named after. But, uh, and then also I was like, where, who is that bad guy? I've seen him somewhere before. And of course I looked it up and it's Batista. Yeah. Um, when I, when I first, did you saw- know that when you chose this, is that why you chose this or was that, no, was that a surprise to you? it was a real surprise to me. I, I, I chose this movie because I was like, huh, this is about, you know, gaming, you know how that freaking goes well in movies. So I was like, yeah, I figured it would be a turd. Yeah. And then like, I'm watching this and I'm like, that guy looks fucking familiar as fuck. Yeah, yeah. It, he has a bunch of extra like makeup and stuff, and 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 so it's not super clear that it's him. But once you figure out it's him, it's easy to see. Like you see Drax for the rest of the movie once you figure out it's Batista. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I, you know, the movie wasn't bad, but I didn't love it either. I, there, I there's a lot of things I would have done to fix it. I'm anxious to hear what you think first, and then I want to talk about how I would have fixed this movie. Okay, first of all, I want to thank you because I had the same feeling when I was like, this seems like a 90s movie. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. It, like, the, the kid's just the right age, and he's like, oh, I'm a, I'm a skateboarder, except he actually rides a bicycle. But there's that, that chase scene on bikes. It's like, this is 90s as fuck. Mm-hmm. And it, like it doesn't give any kind of reference to like current generation besides the you know the computer game and yeah. anything. You don't well, see. You could have been, he could have been playing an an Atari game and it could have had the same effect. Yeah, because you don't see anybody on their cell phone in this in this freaking movie. Because I, I was looking around. I mean, well, there's yeah, you don't. Yeah, and and then you're like you're seeing fucking break dancing. I mean, like, that's pretty rare in these days, unless you go into the, like, the cities and stuff. But it seemed like he lived in the, uh, like, like the outskirts of the city, in my suburbs. opinion. Yeah, suburbs. Um, I, it sucked me in. In the beginning, I was like, oh, this is really fucking cheesy. The kid is, like, funny sounding and everything. And I was like, I don't know how this is going to go. You have your typical bullies going on, like, in the 90s, where, like, you're, you're a freaking stinker what are you gonna do run away nerd yeah that was weird and kind of cringy it's just it's weird i thought the bike scene was over <laughs> overdone like the, bike, the bike scene was completely out of place really stupid added nothing to the plot but i did enjoy it yeah like 
some of it was pretty well shot. It's just I kept thinking, what's why is what's going on? It's just like he's 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 out in the woods or at like a bike course somewhere, and he's just riding his bike around, and then the bullies show up, and they're like, we thought we told you never to come on our turf, weirdo. <laughs> he's like. What are you talking about? You said I couldn't go to this other place. Oh, get out of here, dork. And then I guess, what's he do? He throws dirt in the guy's face? I can't remember. Uh, he, yeah, he, th- he kicks dirt in the guy's face. Yeah, that's it. And then like tries to ride away, and then they ride through town and through traffic and stuff. And I kept thinking, uh, just you're, you're in public. Just you know, go to the cops or something. They're not going to beat you up in front of a police officer. But he, he goes to work. Which I also didn't get because it's was he going to be late for his job or yeah, something? He he never really did anything because you you were at the scene where he was doing his BMX stuff and then yeah. he, then he like ran away from the bullies and like oh got time for work yeah he just like goes straight in and the guy's just like oh you're here it's time to do this and it's, does he does he do his own hours what the hell is that I, I'm I'm considering that he gets paid in artifacts that's why that's why he got a gift. <laughs> told him to babysit that basket yeah and by the way was the wizard the owner of that place just with a beard and all that oh i don't know because he was like you look familiar and i'm just like i don't know i don't see the uh the I owner think of that. So. i thought they were different actors i didn't think the wizard was an old guy uh wizard francis ng <laughs> that's his name uh, and I'm trying to see. He doesn't look like him, but he sounds just like Egg Shen. Yeah, from Little China. I was getting vibes about that. Um, like I said, I was cleaning my room, and a couple times I was like, my eyes weren't on the TV, and I would hear it. I'm like, what? Where's Egg Shen? Yeah. The good thing I like about this is the the camera shots. Like when you when you think the plot of this movie, you're like, oh fuck. It's just gonna be weird, fucking like '90s, like on an angle camera shots, and it's gonna look weird and everything. But like the the fighting in it was pretty good. Yeah, there there were there were some pretty good uh, choreographed fights. Like uh, the 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 stunt director and the fight director or whatever choreographer, they they did a good job on this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of exposition in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Especially when you're in the store, like, this princess is a brutal warrior. And I'm just like, okay, so she's going to be badass. Uh, somehow she's going to be taken by somebody that's more badass than her. And then she's going oh, to have to Oh, the plot's predictable as shit. Like, yeah. it, it, you could watch, if you had the DVD of this movie, you could show someone a chapter. And at the end of each chapter, pause it and say what's going to happen. And they would guess 9 out of 10. Mm-hmm. I guarantee it. They'd be like, "Oh, she's gonna get, she's gonna get kidnapped." Oh, oh, he's gonna decide to go with the guy. Of course he is. Oh, uh, they're gonna, they're, they're gonna, oh, they're gonna get saved. Of course. And then by, the, by Gandalf. And then the main, the main character pulled like a clerk's kind of thing. I was like, "I'm not even supposed to be here." Yeah. Yeah. He's like, "I'm rejecting my call to action." And I thought. And this is just based off of writing and stuff. And like, I'm I'm thinking from a logical standpoint, where this kid doesn't know anything about fighting, and then out of nowhere, he knows how to do the circle where he stands on top of that uh, that rock and he teaches him like martial arts. A martial. Yeah, and then, and then at the end, he beats up the bully. Oh, I was laughing out loud. That was so <laughs> stupid. Yeah, like he 
knows kung fu now. <laughs> and it's not, and it's not even the bullies like near near the end where he's beating a fucking army and then he beats the main character. He beats up Dave Batista. <laughs> yeah, this. Oh my god, get out of here. Yeah, that's that's the part where I like just rolled my eyes. I was like, yeah, but that's kind of like stupid. But and I- there there is a big part of like what the, one of the biggest problems I had with the movie is. He doesn't matter at all. Him having played video games didn't matter at all. Really, the only thing that matters is, like, he was playing them, and I guess they saw the digital avatar, and they were like, oh, this guy's a good fighter. And then at the end, he uses, he sells his idea to save his mom's house. They could have cut that completely, and the story wouldn't have changed whatsoever. It could have just been, he's working at a shop that has, like, Chinese antiquities, and like the princess comes through, and she's like, "Oh, I need someone to protect me." And he, you know, they could they could wrap that up. They, the video game thing didn't matter at all. They sell this to people based on, "Oh, the kid's good at video games." That's the plot. No, it didn't matter. It had nothing to do with anything. And another thing about the logic standpoint, I'm like, you have somebody that's from ancient China that comes to our world in present time and doesn't freak out. <laughs> Like, if we go back in time, we'd be pretty freaked out and don't know what to do. Like, when the princess came here, like, she was, like, fitting in and everything. Oh, my God. That scene is so awful. When they're at the mall, I fucking hate that scene. Oh, when she's doing karate as breakdancing and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, they get ice cream and stuff. Ugh. Yeah. It, it was lame. Uh, another thing that really bothered me is when uh, J- his name is Jason, right? Oh, I don't know. I, I already forgot. Oh, Jack Bronson. I forgot. Uh, and uh, the warrior Zoo or Chow, whatever his name is, he's he's like he put the sunglasses on him. He's like, have fun, do some break dancing. And then when Jack goes to get the wood, he like does break dancing like he knows the dance moves, and it, it confused me. Like it broke my immersion in some way. I was like, wait, why are you break dancing? You don't know how to do that. Like you just don't. Do that dance moves out of nowhere. But don't you know, breakdancing and martial arts are like the same thing. Yeah. The the moral of the like the movie was like all over the place. Like it was like, oh, you you run away from your problems. You you gotta hit hit dead on and all that stuff. Stupid. And then uh by the way, I don't think creating a video game and then going to a, a video game company and getting twenty five thousand dollars like that. <laughs> Yeah, what what the hell video game did he create? Uh, ancient China fighting game? Uh, yeah, good job. You really did a good job. Yeah, that w- it would take time. Uh, the corporation would never give him the chance. I know we're grasping here, but like that type of stuff is kind of stupid. But it was still entertaining. Sure. And like I, the whole time I was like, when I, because I was also doing things at the same time. I was like, oh man. I'm not going to pay attention to this movie because it's stupid. Then I started Dave Batista, and I'm like, that's Batista? He's in this movie? Yeah, that was so weird. But I, I do like the, the 90s way of writing a movie, a cheesy movie. Which... I guess. I mean, I respected it for, you know, they, they, they stuck to their guns on that. But after I finished the movie, almost immediately I realized exactly what I wanted and what would have fixed the movie, and it wouldn't have made it stellar. It just would have made it better. Like as it sits, it's kind of a humdrum, maybe below average even for me, movie. But what I think would have made it above average is 
like the the armor and the set pieces, like all the the period stuff, the ancient, the fictional ancient China stuff, looked really good, and that was all my favorite parts. Mm-hmm. I wish they would have just nixed um, whatever Jack Bauer. I wish they would have nixed the whole future thing, the princess coming and going to the mall. Get rid of all that shit and just make the whole movie based in ancient China, and it's like a coming, or maybe not coming of age. It's a just. It's a fish out of water story. Get rid of the fish, keep the water, and it's about just um that that guy um what's his name the one who teaches him martial arts he's he's the good warrior but just make it about him and it's like the rest of you know all those guards got poisoned that's his backstory so he was like out on a mission and all the guards for the emperor got poisoned because mm-hmm. you know they were great fighters no one could defeat them so they just got poisoned which is a lame death and like he's the last one and he has to prove himself and the emperor's dead so he has to prove himself by saving the princess just make the story about him someone can go with him kind of like like a lesser character like he needs the help of a commoner or a monk or you know give him um give him the 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 characters from hidden fortress the the lower something for us to watch the story through and keep batista he's great keep all that other stuff, just make it in ancient China. I think that movie would have been a lot better. Have all the martial arts, have all the fighting. That's the stuff I enjoyed. All the stuff with the main character, Jack, eh, boring, didn't like it. Some of it I downright hated. Yeah, well, the thing is, what I would have done in the beginning is I would have showed that the house is getting foreclosed. Uh, him getting bullied a lot in school. I wish there was more school scenes, but they probably didn't get the permit to go into a school to film. They uh, can make a set. Yeah, but I they clearly know. had money. They made a bunch of like ancient Chinese armor. They hired Dave Batista. Yeah, that is true. So they did have the money to do that. I don't know, but I, I I didn't see any bullying until he went to the ramp area where the BMX, and I was like, because the mom is like, "You're not getting bullied in school again, are you?" And I'm just like, "Oh, I see where this is going." Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just wish you know he showed the boss giving him the artifact and him going into the world rather than the, the, the Chinese, uh, ancient Chinese people coming into, into our world, you know, I thought that was pretty stupid. Just out of the blue where they, you know, he comes up and he's like, you need to God, this, this princess. And then he leaves and you're like, what the fuck? I just wish the kid somehow opened it and he's like, well, what's, what's down there? And he just falls into the portal i think we can agree we both wanted more of ancient china and less of present day true yes very true but i did find like even though like when she came into the real world like there was some cute scenes in there i was like that's pretty cute but then like stupid at the same time yeah um one more thing i want to talk about dave batista's humor (laughs) kill him and he (laughs) kills the guy not him the warrior that's coming here (laughs) That was funny the first time, and then the second time it was a callback. I was like, oh, that's the thing he did. That's kind of funny. Mm. And then the third and fourth times I was over it. But Batista himself, his acting was really good. It's just that that specific gag I got sick of because mm. they they reused it a couple. Yeah, he just, he just died in a lame way, and sorry for spoiling, but... <laughs> eh, I mean, it's still worth watching. You, you've you heard... I mean, you can watch the beginning of this movie, and you know... Like, his mom, I think, has a letter or something about the house being foreclosed on, and you're not being bullied again, are you? And, like, immediately you're like, oh, see how this whole movie is going to end. 
Yeah. But it, it's it's getting there. That's what makes the movie fun. And it's worth watching. It's a uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't set aside a special time to to watch Enter the Warrior's Gate or anything. But yeah, it's okay. Put it on when you're cleaning your room, when you're doing whatever. So, are you giving that a watch on a rainy day <laughs> reading? Something like that. I don't know. I, I Somewhere need a in larger, the middle. I need a larger spectrum. It's it's just below that. Like I said, it's just below average. Like I I would never own this movie, but you know, it's it's okay to make noise while you're doing something. Yeah, it it's something that to have on the TV to distract you while you're doing something. Unfortunately, there are much better things on Netflix that are much more worth your time. But, you know, sometimes you don't want to have to give something your full attention. And, you know, this, this can fill it. And maybe you just have, like, a Batista fetish. And, you know, you got to see everything he's in. <laughs> I believe this role, actually, because it when he filmed it, it was before 2016 when it got released. I think it got filmed in 14 or 13. This mm-hmm. is right after he was with the uh, WWE when he came back. So this... I I think this role got him Drax, the role. Huh. So it makes sense. He did pretty good in this. I was like, yeah, oh, he man. did. He really did. He felt like a warrior to me, or a barbarian. He was one of the highlights. I thought he did a good job. And the guy who plays like the the last of the bodyguards, the warrior that teaches the kid kung fu, he did a really good job too. The princess, she was okay. The wizard was okay, and Jack himself was okay. You <laughs> you touch Empress, you die. <laughs> We chop your head. But uh, since we're here talking about watch this for the month, what should we watch for next month? No. I feel like I had something for this, and I can't remember what it was. Well, there's... uh, Let me look on Netflix real quick. But I know there's Death Note, the movie. Oh, I thought that was a TV series. It It is an anime, but they made it into a movie where... Have you ever watched the anime? Yeah. Uh, you remember the monster that's usually with the? I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher characters, but the just, let's just say the main character. You know that monster is like, oh, I'm a god. And you're holding the Death Note. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, Willem Dafoe, right? Yeah, he's it's Willem Dafoe. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know about it. I, I I didn't realize that was a movie. I thought it was going to be a short TV series. Yeah, and then there's this like dystopian. Uh, City called what? Well, well, city, but the title of the movie is called "What Happens on Monday," and they they're doing like population control, and this uh, guy has this couple have seven daughters, and he names them Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and they can only go outside on that day, and they're kind of like they have to dress the same, they have to act the same, or the government will find out, and they have to pretty much get rid of them. Because of population control. Other than that, I think we'll we'll, we'll announce it sometime later next week on our next episode. Yeah, we may have to. I'll let you pick, because I picked this movie. Yeah, I could have sworn I saw something. I was like, yeah, it should be that. And mm, it's bugging me now, because I can't remember what it was. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Anyway, let's get into some news that matter to us. Andy, uh, we had a surprise from Nintendo today, right? Yeah, I guess. I didn't notice them announce it. I was actually at work. I haven't watched the stream itself. But Nintendo 
ran a uh, um, their their indies indie games that's going on the Switch. They call it Nindies, which is stupid, but whatever. No, it's not stupid. That's I'm way too cynical today. I'm just an <laughs> asshole. You're acting like but, Adam. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I lost my train of thought when you said that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they they announced a lot of it is stuff that you know it's not new games or anything. Um, there's a new Super Meat Boy coming out called Super Meat Boy Forever. It's going to come to the Switch. Uh, Kentucky Route Zero is coming to the Switch. Let's see. Let's find a full list here. Wait, I'm watching. I'm watching the the No More Heroes thing right here. Oh my god, that trailer is fantastic! I was going to save that for the end because I I've got such a boner for that. That game is going to be awesome. Love the first two. What was that guy playing in the trailer? Was that uh? I don't know. I'm not sure honestly. I was wondering that myself. I'm going back to hold on a second because I I watched it on my phone, so it was like super tiny. I was at work, so went on my lunch break. I was like, oh, new games. Oh my god, No More Heroes three. Travis Touchdown returns. Ah, oh, the God, uh, Hotline Miami. It looks like. Oh, is it? Yeah, it looks like Hotline Miami. Has the same like over the top kind of thing, and there's has an '80s vibe to it. It's awesome. I love the art style of No More Heroes. Oh yeah, uh, and this one looks even better still. I mean, it's a newer game, of course, but I uh, I'm real excited about that specifically. But they they announced a bunch of other smaller stuff. Like I said, Super Meat Boy. Oh, here we go. Super Meat Boy. Blah, 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 blah. Kentucky Route Zero, which is supposed to be good. I have it on Steam, but I still haven't played it. Uh, Mulaka, which I know nothing about. Mm -hmm. Morphe's Law, which looks graphically neat, but I, I don't know much about it. Battle Chef Brigade, which kind of looks and sounds funny. And then No More Heroes, Travis Strikes Again, coming in 2018. It's the third installment of the series after the original 2008 action game and 2010 Wii sequel. Yes, 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 yes. I love what Nintendo is doing. They're... What, make, making a system and having games on it for a change? Yes. <laughs> and, oh my god, I'm, I'm, I was tired of hearing all the uh, critics, you know. Oh, and a Shovel Knight card game? Weird. Sorry, keep going. Ma it makes sense because of the success of uh, Hearthstone and the uh, Oblivion one. But and, I, I... Uh, what's the Witcher one? Oh, uh, Gwent. Gwent, that's it. Yeah, so it might do good. But anyway, I was tired of the critics always going like, oh, you're going to have a system that's not going to have any games for about a year. And I'm just like, Nintendo likes to be like, hey, this game is coming out this month. They don't like to show their cards. It's how they always been. They like to do these like Nintendo Directs, even though we should have something in advance to kind of get us hyped up for the system. But it's just how they are. And we just got to go with the flow. But now you have all these indie games. You have Mario and Rabbids that just came out, which I, apparently is getting good reviews. Yeah, everyone seems to really dig that game. Mm -hmm. So it's next on my list to get. You yeah. have you had Sonic. In Man less than a month, less than a month, Mario Odyssey comes out. Mm -hmm. Or no, that's not right. Less than two months. <laughs> yeah, yeah, two months is because it's in October. Yeah, but. We're getting games like we're getting small games, but we're before the big games and stuff. But it's still that's games and it's coming from from other uh, third party publishers, too. Oh, here's here's the thing. 
every system has this the first year it's out. Every every system that has ever come out has had, you know, just that trickle at the beginning. There's always a bang at the beginning, hopefully, if you're lucky. And then a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. And then the Switch is no exception. But honestly, this has been a really solid first year already. I mean... The re-release of Mario Kart was a little like, oh, I get it. It was on the Wii U, but not everyone had a Wii U. That was great, and you know, of course, Zelda, and and there's we're already getting Mario. The Mario and Rabbids stuff, uh, Splatoon Two has been fantastic. Arms, a brand new IP, tons of smaller games, and the Virtual Console, which them not having a Virtual Console on there already is really dumb. But it's coming, and when it comes, that's going to be a huge boost. People tend to think it's going to roll around in November when they're going to start charging for the online service. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're right. I mean, this just little things, even these small games and some of the stuff that they showed today isn't coming out for a while. Like I said, uh, um, uh, Travis strikes again, doesn't come out until next year, which is a big bummer, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. Little by little. Looks like I'm quickly going by the news because nothing really caught my eye this week besides, uh, uh, you play if you have PlayStation Plus, you're gonna get Infamous Second Son free, and um, shit, what was that other game? It was like a futuristic. Oh, you're gonna get Strike Vector EX, huh. uh, which is kind of like a dogfighting futuristic game. Uh, if you have PlayStation Three, you have Truck Racer and Handball <laughs> 2016. I forgot they made that, <laughs> and then Vita because people still play the Vita. Uh, we are doomed and Hatofo boyfriend sounds like an anime game. And then wait, isn't that that one where you date pigeons or something? I believe so. Something <laughs> that's really strange. Hey, that's what the Vita's all about. It's got all these niche X Seed and IS America Atlas games on it now. I, I like that about it. I just wish a Vita was like a hundred bucks, even though they still. Yeah, I've been shopping around for one. I really want one, but they're still too pricey for. Yeah, because it's really rare now, and everybody's going to jack up their prices because they don't make it anymore. Oh, do they not? Yeah, so that's how it rolls. Anyway, uh, The Division is getting a next free big update, and free is good instead of paid DLC. But you're going to get West Side of Manhattan, which has the Intrepid on there. So you're going to be able to go on the Intrepid and do some stuff on there, which is pretty cool. Haven't been on that game in a while. Probably never will. (laughs) Huh. Because MMO is it's weird. The next MMO kind of game I'm getting is Destiny 2, and that's barely an MMO to me. You just grind through lots of uh, raids through first-person shooter. So the first-person shooter kind of takes away the grinding for me a little bit, just a little bit. Yeah. Other than that, nothing else in the news. Uh, you have anything else you want to talk about in the news? News. Um. I don't think so. Nothing uh, in the last week or so. I don't know. I'm sure I'm, the second that we say, hey, goodbye, and we get off of here, I feel like I'm going to remember something. I always think that. Oh, I played, oh, I forgot to talk about this, but I, I played the <laughs> uh, Call of Duty uh, World War II beta. Oh, uh, yeah, isn't any good? Uh, it's Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I mean, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, it, I do like that it's boots on the ground. You're not flying all over the place. But then what really pisses me off, and Battlefield 1 does this really well, you don't have to put tons of bullets to kill people. And Call of Duty, 
you have to like take out your whole fucking magazine on somebody and they still don't die. And it's really frustrating because then you have to do all these add-ons and stuff. I, a gun should be a gun. You, yeah. sh- you shoot, you're dead. <laughs> and it still has that thing. Uh, I I just hate being shot from behind. It's really retarded. I don't Why know. I like playing my Rainbow Six. Yeah. You shoot a guy, he is shot. And there's strategy in Rainbow Six compared to Call of Duty, where it's just like, oh, I'm going to run here and just bomb you. Yeah, I, I played this game all day, every day. I'm good at it now. Nice. I have it on PC. I want to get it for PS4, because obviously you play on, on PS4. Yeah. And I'm better with a fucking controller. <laughs> um, Have you been hearing about Absolver? I don't think so. Uh, I just been seeing what what I do when I buy video games is I just watch a lot of streamers play games. And I go, oh, that's pretty cool. Like I need to get Hellblade, which is thirty bu- bucks. There's a lot of games I need to get. I'm gonna be broke this this fall. We uh, I don't think we have a deal of the week, right? No, there was no deals of the week. The only deal of the week that I actually did see, and I'll probably just mention it just for the shits and giggles. But in Best Buy, you can get Overwatch the Origin Edition for like forty bucks. Uh, I, I have something to mention, and uh, I, I've brought this up before. You can, uh, if you pre-order or if you buy within the first two weeks of its release on Amazon, you get 20% off new games. Well, this week, in fact, I think it's tomorrow. It's tomorrow or the next day, a new Yakuza game comes out. Yakuza Kawami or something? It's a remake of the first one, and Sega is only charging 30 bucks for it. So if you get 20% off that, even after tax or shipping or whatever, or shipping is free, even after tax, it's like 25 bucks. Um, if you want to get into the series, this might be a good time to do it. That's what I'm doing. I decided to pick it up. It's 25 bucks. I've always wanted to play a Yakuza game, and just kind of as a general reminder, you get 20% off new games on Amazon if you have Amazon Prime. And, you know, uh, budget titles. We need to support them. Hellblade... Uh, Sasuna did good at thirty bucks. Mm-hmm. That's really good. There's been a lot of Switch games that have come out and have not been sixty dollars. I think I've only paid sixty dollars for. I mean, I I I think I've only paid full retail price for like two of my Switch games. I think they were no Mario Kart, Splatoon, and Zelda. Three of them. But yeah, I I like I like that not every game has to cost sixty dollars anymore. Thank God. And we should support that type of uh, behavior in uh, developers. And it's easier to do because it's more affordable. Yeah, and even though some people don't like it because you don't get the physical copy, sometimes digital does work out because you don't have that middleman like retail for the $60. So I uh, I hate to admit it because I'm such a physical, I'm like a game collector kind of guy. I'm trying not to be, but I kind of am as far as retro stuff goes. But every once in a while, I really like having a game digitally because on newer platforms like the PS4 and the Switch and stuff, you can just hit the home button and jump right into a game that you want to play. Mm-hmm. And with Sonic Mania, that's been fantastic. Sonic Mania is always in there, even if Splatoon 2 is in there or whatever I'm playing. I can just jump right over to it. Same on the PS4, I can always play down well or whatever because it's on there digitally. I had Pokemon digitally on my 3DS, and it was always nice to have Pokemon in there, even when I was carrying around Bravely Default or whatever. Yeah. It's, it, it, digital games have tons of perks, but it's just hard for me to get over not having a bunch of garbage on a shelf that's all colorful and look nice in alphabetical order. I just have a weird neuroses, and I understand that. 
Yeah, and I, I totally understand the collecting part of things because I used to do it. But the one thing about Switch that I do hate is how hard it is to put a fucking game in that system. Yeah, it really is. I'm always afraid I'm gonna to, to break off the, the the lid. Yeah, so that's why I get a lot of digital. I I mean I think rabbits. I'm probably gonna get physical because I want to trade in some games to get it. Ooh. But uh, yeah, got a whole October. By the way, tons of games. Evil Within Two, Wolfenstein Two, um, Mario. Mario. God, God damn it. It's the big one for me, Mario. That's that's the crown jewel of the Christmas season. Yeah. Well, I think we're gonna end it here. Let's see how much we did, like time wise. Forty five minutes. Not bad. So maybe I mean if you edit it though, it, it might change. It might change. It might. Probably not, because we started from the beginning, so not a lot a lot of editing. Unless I want to take out the part where I fucked up the segment title. Anyway, thanks for listening to episode six of Big Trouble in Little Podcast. Remember to like and subscribe to us on YouTube. And remember, you people, sit tight, hold the fort, and keep the home fires burning. And if we're not back by dawn, call the president. See you guys later.